This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. School Improvement Program, or IMSIT. What is IMSIT? Well, it's the state system for reviewing and accrediting local education agencies, or LEAs. It outlines the expectations for school practices and student outcomes, with the goal of each student graduating ready for success in college and career in life. Uh, that's Lisa Sereno, Department of Elementary and Secondary Education, yesterday in announcing the release of much-anticipated test scores with the caveat, well, you can't compare these scores to previous scores because we have changed how we've done the system. I don't know how much I buy into that because I think they, <clears throat> here's what I think. And again, this is just a theory. It's just something I'm thinking. Like, they knew, a, a lot of folks did. Test scores were going to be bad because of the government pandemic that started in 2020. Take the kids out of schools, put them in face masks, even though they're very vulnerable, that they're the least vulnerable to this stuff. Take them out of school. And there were a bunch of folks that were saying, you know, that might not be a good idea. Number one, they're not that vulnerable to this. Number two, you're talking about the formative years of a child's life and you want to take them out of school. Now, you could also say it's been a, a blessing. Because look at the number of people nationwide that started seeing what their kids were doing and this horrible wokeness that's been happening in schools. And the way little kids were made to feel about the color of their skin. We saw all this discussion, even happening in school districts locally, even right here in mid-Missouri, not just nationwide. We saw it right here. And people said, you know, not a good idea to take them out of school. These are the kids' formative years. So I think maybe that was, hey, let's change. And I could be wrong. Maybe this was years in the making to change how they do this. Um, <clears throat> but maybe they changed because they knew it was going to be bad. They knew a, a lot of folks in uh, management probably knew, hey, the scores are going to be bad because of what we did to these little kids. So they're saying it's not comparative. Uh, one local school board member chatting with KOMU Channel 8. We were presented with an update um, from by our superintendent, uh, which contains some fairly uh, dismal data. Dismal data. Uh, she is, That's Helen Wade. She is from the Columbia Public School District. Uh, she's on the board there. So, And you can read some of that. And I think the headlines really say it all. This from the Missouri Independent. Latest testing data show K-12 student performance dropped dramatically. KOMU CPS scores in bottom half of state schools and Desi's annual performance report. New report card. This from the Missouri. A new report card, uh, card shows a stress CPS and key ap- academics and absenteeism. I bet there's a lot of absenteeism. Uh, quick traffic notes. Yeah, uh, Brandon, I know you're busy with stuff. Just to let people know, I've been on the phone with Joint Communications. Just put out a text alert as well for our text uh, alert people. Boone County Joint Communications is telling me that eastbound I-70 right now is completely closed at range line. Traffic is backing up. We've had a number of listeners say it's really bad. We also have a separate crash. People are trying to get off on the business loop. Not far from there, there's a crash there as well. But apparently eastbound I-70 really bad. Backing up, so slow down. Avoid the area if you can. If you can get off uh, either before or after that, would probably be a good idea. Uh, and then this also, I don't know. This is a result. Of, can, so this is uh, this is along I seventy. Can you? I it's, think this is worth repeating. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, I mean, it, it's completely shut down because eastbound I seventy at Range Line. So basically, we're talking about eastbound I seventy. It would be to your. It'd be to the south. Would be the Boone Electric Building, the headquarters. 
Off to the north would be the Dobbs. There's a Dobbs there. I believe there's a Starbucks to give some people where that is. Eastbound I-70 is completely closed and traffic is backing up. Also, uh, we're hearing people are slowing down in the westbound lanes to take a look, tying up traffic to take a look at the um, to hearing that as well. So just don't don't do that. Uh, obviously, avoid the area. But we have had a lot of crashes this morning. It's been very, very busy. Uh, and then we've got this. Apparently, there is a, <clears throat> a wreck at Clink Scales and Broadway. This also in Columbia Fire Trucks. Police are there. Does not appear to be any injuries. Um, but they took out somebody. Says, uh, I'll quote. Quote, uh, mm-hmm. listener Dave here, dude took out a traffic sign. <clears throat> Excuse me. Dude took out a traffic sign. Mm. So be careful. All right. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Brian Howes. John Marsh is here, too. How you doing, bud? Doing good. Thank you. I'm doing all right, too. Thanks for asking. Stephanie Bell. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> How are you? Uh-huh. I'm fine. You look, uh, you look good. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Great. Uh, Hannah, you look good, too, today. <laughs> But you always look good. Thanks. Uh, See, that's how you talk to Wendy. There you go. Oh, come on, man. So we have a guest guy, Wendy Sprouse, Medicare nerd. <clears throat> she comes in from time to time because she, re- she does some really good work. And Hannah uh, has said, I don't know, Brent. It seems like you all get flirty with each other. And there's this energy. I think I treat all of our guests that way. I'm, not, I'm just saying I'm not the only one that has uh, witnessed this like, and acknowledged it. Whenever I encounter Jefferson City Police Chief... Uh, Wildy, I'm the same way towards him. Um, if it's no, no, all right, let's move forward from that topic. <laughs> uh, more headlines new report card shows a stressed CPS and key academics and absenteeism. Yeah, if you can't even get can't even get the buses uh, going, um, <clears throat> what, a, what a mess that can be. Yeah, there's absenteeism issues in that school district because they can't, they can't, they, the, the buses aren't even picking up the, the kids because they have uh, driver shortages. Um, also, this new rating, this from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, new rating system shows decline for Missouri schools as open enrollment gains support, and that is gaining support in the uh, legislature. Oh, also on another traffic note, did want to mention this really quick. If you're at the Capitol today, Cruz is shutting down one lane of West Main uh, near the Capitol today. Yeah, there is, and uh, and, and, and again, that, that work was expected, but it is going to tie up traffic. The eastbound I-71 is the one I'm, I'm really concerned yep. about. To, to your point, you're, you're bringing up the test scores and the um, the bu- the lack of bus drivers, if you will, for the for the company in Columbia. I'm working on a story right now, and I have some numbers from Michelle, just trying to put them together about the shortage. I it it is an Michelle issue. Michelle Baumstark, spokesperson for CPS. For CPS, mm-hmm. yes, and it, we have a we know someone that we've talked to that's it, that their bus person didn't show up for a week. Yep. So uh, it is and an the, issue. The Columbia Public School District, as I understand it, they contract a company to do that. They do. They they're do not, not necessarily employees of the school district. They're not. They're not employees of the. They're out. They're basically outside contract. Their their bus barn is up off of uh, Clark Lane, up by the Golden Corral. Speaking of buses, did you see what the city of Columbia is going to be doing with their public transit? They're dumping a whole bunch more money yep. to study why nobody yep. rides it or something. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> they got like a one point four million dollar grant and they're gonna use some of that to fund studies. Which into... they're already which they've already been doing interestingly. They've been studying it, it, that crap for years. How come nobody rides the buses? What can we do to streamline this? And meanwhile, Brian and John and Hannah, you keep giving us your taxpayer dollars for these buses that nobody I shouldn't say nobody. I've seen one or two people on those buses before. And how? And in Jefferson City, they've recently, as a matter of fact, I was reading the Jefferson City News Tribune this morning. And uh, is it Sue Gibson? Is that her name, John? I think 
uh-huh. writes writes letters regularly to the News Tribune, and I love it. She does, but she's railing she's railing on leadership in Jefferson City because they've scaled back on buses. Well, they're scaling back on buses because they're probably doing the smart thing. Like, listen, we don't have money to pay for this. I'm sorry that it takes you an hour and a half to get to the grocery store now, Sue, but that's the way it is. We can't keep asking Brian Houseworth to take all the money out of his wallet and give it to transportation. Well, and while I was in college at Mizzou. I had to park all the way out at Trowbridge, and so I'd have to catch the bus to get to, you know, the center of campus to get to class. And I believe that the buses that run on Mizzou's campus are also Columbia City buses. They're just, you know, on campus instead of downtown. And there is a fully electric bus in the loop. There was Mm -hmm. one when I was a student, Mm. and it was like you were riding on a spaceship. It was weird. (laughs) Um, so that's why, and people, you know, it's it's not being cruel. They're simply, and I appreciate. Uh, Transit runs at a deficit almost every yeah. every place in the world. Not much, much less mid Missouri. Yeah. So I appreciate Jefferson City's like hey, they got to cut back. I'm sorry, it's going to take you a little and bit. Then they, they up the price of their bus yeah. fee. Yeah, it, and it's and like that's you know some. Here's the thing, man, and not to be mean, but sometimes life happens, and you adapt. And you adjust when the reality is that you keep, you know, taking money from everybody else to put towards this thing that, as Marsh said, is always in the deficit pretty much no matter where you go. Sometimes you say, you know what, enough is enough. The numbers, by the way, for GoComo, uh, and I did check. This is from the city, again, uh, from DeCarlin Seawood, and I did check. He is saying, and the city is saying, that on GoComo, more than 43,000 passengers ride, because I'm checking my story from a week ago, and they're going to build five new bus, basically, shelters. 43,000 passengers ride it each month. That is what they're saying, and they're, the study the study is on top of another study that they're, they're doing, you know, right now on that. But it is, it's... There are some of those routes I've seen. There's not very many no. people on there. It depends, I guess, on where the route is. And I'm not now. There is one uh, in uh, and, and I'm, I'm trying to think of bus stops in Jefferson City, maybe that I've seen with more than uh, several people at once. But I know uh, there is in Columbia uh, shops at Broadway, at Broadway Mall, uh, like at 63 and, um, and and Broadway. There's a uh, a bus stop. I see a lot of people standing in the bus stop quite often because you got a shopping plaza there. So I appreciate when people say, you know what, we just can't do this anymore. I'm sorry about public transportation, but uh, you know what's worse than running at a deficit is then taking money from producer Hannah and keep pouring it into this losing proposition. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do with your weekly bets. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> it's different, though, Hannah. You take money from me, <laughs> and you pour it into your bets. I will bet you a week's worth of Hannah's salary. That hasn't happened since probably Monday. I'm trying to plan a wedding here. Come on. All right. Uh, and I do want to highlight some of the positive stuff, local school scores. Um, so we look at some mid-Missouri school districts. Uh, some folks did really, really well. Cole County, R5 and R1. Fulton. Uh, did pretty well. Jefferson City School District um, doing fairly well, uh, too. Welcome into the show. Uh, wake up, Mid-Missouri. Glad you could be here. I think we want to do listener mailbag. We've been getting some really, really good texts at 874-9390-874-9390. Uh, if you want to be, we might include your stuff in the listener mailbag, too. And here's the cool thing. This is why we encourage I think we'll do it at 835. What's cool about the mailbag is it's like, a wide array of topics, things that people have been responding to throughout the morning, whether it's 
uh, whether, oh, the Washington, uh, D.C. police chief, uh, he came out, you know, so Joe Biden siding with, with Republicans on not loosening. They want to, they want to minimize sentences for serious crimes in D.C. That's the woke stuff. They, they want to loosen. They want to lessen serious, uh, serious crime penalties. Chief of Washington, D.C., chief of police there is saying, no. As a matter of fact, you should probably be doing the opposite. So it might be topics on that. It might be, you know, on on eggs. You never know what it's going to be. Coming up, we're going to be doing the morning bell. Business news, a little twist only. Stephanie Bell. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Good morning. It's 825. Time for the morning bell. Business news, a little twist only. Stephanie Bell can give you a ha-ha. Stephanie's not here today. But good news, she is going to be back uh, tomorrow. So before we get into today's business news, Dow Jones opening up. Up about six points higher. Uh, NASDAQ futures up 11 points. SP futures up one point. All right. Business news today. I always kind of think this stuff is interesting. You know, when we talk about the um, polling, when it comes to polling for what it's worth, but when we talk about polling, when people are asked the question, is the nation on the right track, wrong track? And over the past couple of years now, we know where it's been. We are on the wrong track. Polls continue to indicate this time after time. Polls continue to indicate this in the past two years. We are on the wrong track time after time and i always take it as it's kind of a, a the mood it's the reflective mood of the country that's how i read those numbers if you have a majority of people that are saying since the tragic events of january the 20th of 2021 we are in the wrong direction to me that says i don't feel good about the way things are going that's why I, I think it's a collect it's the collective pulse of america that's just my take uh so here's a, a survey uh, from Fannie Mae, and the highlight is about how do we feel? I have a good friend of mine. His name's Patrick, and he'll say things. I say, but I feel. He says, screw your feelings. <laughs> Man, I know, right? Forget about your feelings. Uh, but I, but I kind of enjoy this. How are we feeling um, about our personal financial prospects? And I will say before I get into this. This mirrors me. Now, listen, when, uh, and not that I like to compare a whole lot, but. You are a dude, so. <laughs> when Trump was president, I, I, I'm not, if I look at my own personal, financial, and professional situation, I will say it looked good, it felt good, and you know what? It got good. So it wasn't just about feelings, it was about facts. Man, things got really good, just for me, just for me. And I'm hoping they did the same for you. I'm guessing they did. I will tell you this i can't divulge too much but i i uh, i will tell you this my financial now i'm not talking just my retirement i'm talking about other revenue streams that i personally have <laughs> as hannah would say <laughs> uh and, and that's for, that's a true story and i can't say uh, too much but yeah it's poor well have you checked your retirement account nope. lately nope I Smart. Yeah, I accidentally did. Because usually we get a statement that says, hey, we've put this percentage into that. And I don't know how to read that stuff anyway. I have friends that do that stuff for me. Uh, but accidentally looked one day. I was like, ooh. Well, so I had looked several months ago just because I was curious. And I don't sweat it too much just yet because I, yeah. I know I have time, right? Um, and I think my rate of return was like negative 23%. Oh. And I checked it just a couple days ago, and we're back up to only, like, negative 3%. <laughs> Yay! Yay. Right. 
Mike. And that's that's post- called progress. Right. And that's what the White House would actually call that. That's, we're looking good. And by the way, kudos on you. You're 22. You're saving now for retirement. You're good, dude. You got, no- I mean, Hannah, you got nothing to worry about. I'm trying about. to get out of here as fast as I can, man. Amen, sister. <laughs> Whether Social Security will still be around for you is another story for another day, right? Let me I'll make- just have to pay into it for my whole life, and then I won't get to benefit from it. Uh, let me sell off this survey because I want to get back to that Social Security comment that you made, John. New survey Fannie Mae shows 31 reefs. Only 31% of Americans expect their personal financial situation to improve. Numbers have not. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Oh. You know, water policy can go in all these different... It it flows in different directions. (laughs) Oh, I have puns on water. (laughs) So... That might be the first actually funny thing I've ever heard her say. Uh, That's a Hannah-ism there. It is. Uh, Kamala, the water policy goes... It flows in different directions. Uh, Pretty good. You think? Yeah. Uh, it's nothing close to a Hannahism, but then. <laughs> oh, I have puns on water. <laughs> uh, you know Again, I talk about how much I'm wow. like Joe Biden, John. Um, we thought Dan Quayle was a funny vice president. <laughs> Kamala, Harris, Kamala Harris v. Dan Quayle. Uh, I wonder if she can spell potato. No, it goes way back. I w- so I'm a lot like Joe Biden. I hate to admit that I have something in common with one of the worst, most progressive presidents, at least during my years of political acumen. But Eat too much ice cream? <laughs> no, I, I, I forget what I'm talking about. I mix up my words. Sometimes, a few minutes ago, I was talking about the police chief of Washington, D.C. I said the police chief of Washington, D.C. is coming out. And I meant to say he's coming out and saying, listen, I agree with the Republican take on this, but I squirrel and I went to the next topic. And Wasn't there also an unfortunate incident where you and Stephanie were talking about the live video streams on the Wake Up Facebook page and the YouTube channel, Wake Up in Missouri? And you said something along the lines of, you can put us up on your TV screen while you're getting busy in the morning. Didn't you say that? I was trying to say while you're getting ready and and as you, I know you're busy, but it came out as as you're getting busy in the morning. Watch the show. <laughs> you got to watch it. You'll miss out. Which if you think about it, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can go to our YouTube channel. We're really easy to find. Wake up in Missouri. Watching the Facebook page. If you were to put that into into to practical reality, uh, what if you were taking what I said literally... And it was a mistake what I said. I was just, I, I chase squirrels and I forget my words and I apologize about that. But can you imagine if, if somebody, oh, they said to watch the show while we're getting busy, hon. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> All right. Let's move forward. Uh, this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Glad you could. Well, you guys. setting the setting the mood for anyone taking your advice. So, oh, now we got the nose hair cam going. <laughs> so. <laughs> Like if if I were talking to a couple who's getting busy, whatever getting busy for people means, maybe it's brushing their teeth, running, the, you know, feeding whatever, the kids, whatever. However, you uh, listen, it, 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 the interpretation is up to you. That's not on me. But I'm imagining a couple getting busy, and they're watching this, and I'd be like, huh. That's disturbing. That is kind of spooky. That's why you should watch the show when you get a chance. And or maybe not. <laughs> Especially if you're getting busy. 
Come on, man. It's Friday. Why not, honey? Uh, that's why you should watch the show. You get a bunch of behind-the-scenes uh, info uh, stuff. It's kind of fun to, to, uh, fun to watch sometimes. Um, coming up just before 9 o'clock, uh-huh. uh, Wendy Sprouse, Medicare nerd, she's going to be here. But I wanted to touch on this. Attorney General Andrew Bailey uh, sent me an email saying, hey, here's some of the top... Top consumer complaints of 2022, and I think this is cool. We see consumer complaints all, uh, complaints all the time, but what's really cool about this, what Mr. Bailey sent me, these are specific to Missouri, and you've got things, uh, travel and timeshare complaints, timeshares. Do people still sell timeshares? I know somebody's making a living off of buying back timeshares. Is timeshares, because remember, that was the thing. My parents, they got duped into one of those Lake of the Ozarks, gosh, like back in the, oh, we got a timeshare, and... And, and you never used it. Uh, solicitations for subscriptions, publications, financial, retail, wholesale. Uh, number one complaint, no call complaints. 39,000 complaints from consumers regarding illegal telemarketing calls and no call violations. I know that's a uh, frustrating one. And it happens all the time. I thought it was just kind of a cool local take on what we see nationally. Letters. All right, time for the mailbag. I get letters. We don't get any letters. So many letters. Text, Facebook messages. A whole bunch of letters. And I'm kind of excited. I'd even read mail from a cow. I think this is the interesting thing about the Wake Up Mid-Missouri mailbag is you get a wide array of topics. And today we're talking about some local uh, some local uh, young ladies who played on high school football teams that we know very well. Uh, we've got some stuff on uh, flip-flops. Matt Gowen, who's from Mexico, I think. I uh, saw him a couple of months ago at a chamber event uh, in Fulton. Hope to see him Monday at the Callaway County Lincoln Days. That's happening Monday. Uh, but we were talking about uh, where last night. Statesman of the Year event put on by uh, Missouri Times. Scott Fawn involved with that. Last year it was Roy Blunt. This year it was Senator, State Senator John Rizzo. Talking about wearing, should wear flip-flops. This because people come up and say, why are you wearing shoes? And I just don't have, you know, I'll, I'll say sometimes it's none of my business what you think about me. I don't care what people think about me. Nine times out of ten, I pretty much live by that. But going to an event in flip-flops where everybody else is dressed in a suit, just not uh, comfortable with that. Matt says, we'd love to see you at the uh, at the Lincoln Days in Callaway County in flip-flops. And that's the thing. I really want to go to the wall here and, like, wear a suit in flip-flops. There you go. I've done, you know, jackets and ties and vests even and nice jeans and flip-flops. But, like, wear a would that work in Cal? Would the people of Callaway County accept Wake Up Mid Missouri if we sh- if we showed up at this event Monday dressed in a suit but wearing? We'd be the only on. guy not in boots, but okay. <laughs> uh, so that's what we love about the mailbag: a wide array of uh, of things. Sometimes the topic is serious, sometimes it's different. And I do. Oh, and also got a text from my dad this morning. Two texts, incidentally. So, oh boy, yeah, you're in trouble. Well, here's the thing. So we talked about our conversation. By the way, uh, I-70 is a mess right now. Um, So I-70, this is, um, I think, eastbound. Uh, There's an accident. Apparently, they've got it stopped in places. Brian Housworth is keeping an eye on that for you. Uh, So the the mailbag, our conversation with Blaine Lukemeyer the other day that's gone viral. As a matter of fact, just checked. Uh, Matt, so Blaine Lukemeyer, Stephanie asked Blaine Lukemeyer, local congressman, asks him about more cameras 
on the House floor. And he said, well, and this was in relation to whenever they were uh, trying to confirm House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. And, and Mr. Lukemeyer said something, and I, you know, yeah, that stuff, I believe it does happen. He was talking about people that go in and, and they'll say something incendiary, and then they go outside and talk to the TV cameras. And so he did not say any names. Congressman Lukemeyer did not say any names. And I said, you mean like people like Matt Gates?" And it went from there. I heard a lot about this last night at that event, too, by the way. Anyhow, uh, on Matt and Matt Gay, uh, John Combest, johncombest.com. He took a video clip. He posted it on the Twitter. Matt Gates got a hold of it. He posted it onto his Twitter page. 315,000 views of the tweet. The video clip itself of your little old show here in mid-Missouri. Wake up mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio, 950 KWOS. The video itself has been viewed at least 114,000 times. You ought to get a kickback from Idaho tourism on the deal. And here's the thing. So I'm wearing, I had just been on vacation in Idaho and I'm wearing an Idaho hat. And John, I got to tell you, that's... I. I'm glad you said it out loud because I thought the same thing. I'm like, huh, <laughs> I wonder if Idaho will give me some money for this. So now the St. Louis Post-Dispatch has picked up the story. And, I, oh, it's kind of cool. And I, I, I try to tell my dad sometimes. I feel like I'm bragging, and my intent is not to brag, but I want my dad to know, hey, Dad, you, your kid's doing okay now. Because my dad put up with a lot of years of... He didn't know, we didn't know which way it was going to go with his, uh, his, his oldest son here. And so... I try to keep them abreast of what's going on in life, and I hate doing it because I feel like I'm bragging. But this morning, I'm like, hey, here's something that Stephanie Bell and Hannah and John and Brian, we can all brag about this. So I sent my, I texted my dad a link to the article from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. I'm like, hey, he's going to, you know, he's going to respond and say, oh, yeah, that, you know, that's cool, good work, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and here's how he responded to this text in which I'm trying to brag. My dad says, well, I think they both should just stop talking. <laughs> Referring to Gates <laughs> and Luke Meyer. Well, I think they should both shut up. I'm like, but dad. Probably right. Yeah, he's probably right. Uh, Hannah Larson kicked for the, uh, the Hickman Cupies. We were talking about female kickers as it relates to transgender sports. This is a different issue. Uh, people like Hanny, uh, Hannah Larson several years ago. She may have been the one that came on our show, actually. She was kicking for the football team. It yeah, sounds familiar. Okay. And what a great day to celebrate this, the International Women's Day. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and so we were talking about, well, she was good enough to make it to the men's football team, and she kicked for the uh, the QPs. And then Sophie was Sophie kicked for Rockbridge. Was that Sophie Cunningham, the the former Mizzou standout now playing in Phoenix? I'm like ninety eight percent sure. So those are some of the things that we have uh, in our mailbag this morning. John, anything you want to pass along before we move forward to chat with Wendy Sprouse, the Medicare nerd? I saw we heard from Chuck Basie on our. Wake up Columbia, and he said, don't forget CPS employees were allowed to bring their children to in-seat schooling during the lockdown because of the lack of daycare. Yeah. And by the way, as it relates to CPS schools, you know, they can't afford a bus company to do their buses. They they just recently spent $15,000 on coffee for the administration 
building. Teachers bring in their own. They spent $15,000 for coffee in the administration building while the teachers are having to rely on donations and using their own expenses to help. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Enjoy. All right, some leftovers before we get into the Gary Nolan Show here on on the radio stations. By the way, traffic I-70 especially uh, really... Um, along I-70, closed stadium exit from what we're getting via tech. I shouldn't say closed, but this is I-70 eastbound. There's been a massive accident. Apparently, they've shut down portions of the interstate. Brian Houseworth is uh, keeping up with uh, with that uh, for you. Marsh, you got anything? Uh, by the way, also in leftovers today, Wendy Sprouse, Medicare nerd, is here shortly. Marsh, you got anything for leftovers? Yeah, Missouri Law Second Amendment Preservation Act, the one that bars local police mm-hmm. from enforcing federal gun laws, a federal judge has ruled it is unconstitutional and void. I heard Dave Rowland on the Gary Nolan show yesterday saying they expected that ruling and it's going to be, I know as a matter of fact, William Bailey, our Attorney General, uh, Andrew Bailey, dang, Andrew Bailey is going to be appealing that. Also, today last day to vote for the, our last day to register to vote for the municipal election, so make sure you get in and get registered to vote in the city of Columbia. Chuck Basie, John Potter, who you vote for in the school race. That's who I would highly suggest. Right now, we want to uh, welcome into the uh, to the show the Medicare nerd, and I love this because every time we see Wendy Sprouse, she is the Medicare nerd. I always nerd, 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 nerd. Uh, th- there's a reason that we call her the uh, the Medicare nerd. She knows everything when it comes to uh, comes to Medicare. Did you hear us talking about you on the show? What time was it? about an hour ago? It was like seven fifty five. I did not. Thank God. Probably a good thing. So what's the? <laughs> it wasn't anything bad no, about Wendy. It was more bad on Brandon. Well, it wasn't bad. It was just we get along famously. Correct. And we have for a long time. Uh, and some people perceive that as, how do you perceive it, Hannah? I, <laughs> it, it's a little flirtatious, I think. She, she said there's energy between us. There is? But it's mostly <laughs> it's mostly just Brandon being a flirt, though, that I've observed. It's He always gets this different look on his face, and like he's trying to really intently listen. And that's not standard for Mr. Rathard. I always thought that's just how he was with everyone. Nope. <laughs> nope. So, anyhow, so you're not, so it does it feel to you like I'm flirting? Sometimes a little <laughs> bit. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I was telling him I'm not the only one that has observed this behavior from him. And see, I don't think, so. I think of the other women that come into the studio that I don't, like Holly Rader. When she comes in, her well, state. you do the same thing. Oh, I do. With her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's new with <laughs> Medicare? What so do we need to know. Th- this isn't something new, Brandon. But the one thing I've been getting a lot of calls on lately that I'd like to mention today is people are very confused with Medicare, of course, as you know. But they're very confused when they're continuing to work past sixty-five. When they continue to work past sixty-five. They do not need to enroll for Medicare as long as they have credible group coverage. But they get all this mail saying they're going to incur a penalty if they do not sign up when they're 65. So then they call me frantic. They don't need to worry because as long as they have credible coverage, (laughs) they will not incur that penalty. (laughs) Go on. I'm fascinated by what you're saying. (laughs) Making it very difficult on our guest, Rather. Yeah, come on. 
Uh, <laughs> let me. He shined up his head right before you came in, Wendy. I thought. I thought. I thought. He's I getting noticed so that. red. Look at him. So red. Wendy. <laughs> uh, what do you get? And I know this is out of your realm, but Social Security. I know people. We, we tie in Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and, and do you get people that are even though it's outside really your wheelhouse? You get people starting to say, "Hey, what about Social Security?" I, I do, okay. and I know a little bit about Social Security, and I know a little bit about Medicaid. But I tell everybody that calls me when they want information on Social Security, Medicaid, I tell them, "Here's what I know." I know enough about it to be dangerous, so I would not listen to everything I say. But I, there, there's enough of it that ties into Social Security or to Medicare, mm-hmm. Social Security and Medicaid. Because yeah. Medicaid is state. Medicare is federal. Medicaid is for low-income poverty. Medicare is for people that have worked and have paid in. So I do try to explain what facts I do know because it's kind of sometimes hard to get a Social Security office. But... And by the way, a lot of this information you're sharing with us here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri this morning, you're, you're glad to do it. People come in your office, phone call, and y- you don't charge. How can we get a hold of you? Uh, 573-292-NERD. All right. And if you need to, you can just text me because I have her number. I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or, boy. Or I have a new email address. Okay. TheMedicareNerd at gmail.com. The Medicare Nerd at gmail.com and that phone number one more time. Because this, by the way, and, and I will tell you from years of experience and having known Wendy for a while, is she has a passion for this and she, she's doing this really to help people. Uh, that phone number one more time 573 292 Nerd.